Let's get into uh, some Scottish Open preview, Brady, over at the Renaissance Club, North Berwick, Scotland. Yeah. Par 70, 7,237 yards with an $8 million purse. 14 of the top 15 players in the world are appearing at the Renaissance Club this week. How excited are you for the Scottish Open? I'm real excited about it, to be honest with you, because this is something I've never really paid all that much attention to. Um, and, and the reason I'm more interested in it this year is because this is an event that is now co-sanctioned by the former European Tour, now called the DP World Tour, and the PGA Tour. Is that a sponsorship deal? Is that why it's the DP World Tour? I think it is, What is yes. DP? I mean, I know what DP is. I don't know if y'all no, know what DP eh, is. No, and knock it off. <laughs> I mean, is that what sponsors it? Because if it is, like, I want, I want a part of that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to stay out of that. <laughs> uh, I think partly in response to the, to the threat of live golf, which I think start, first started making waves in news last fall or last winter, right. PGA Tour and the European Tour have strengthened their alliance, right? They're, they've kind right. of partnered to try to right, get elbows out and, 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 and fight against the, this threat of professional golf. And so this is now an official PGA Tour event for the first time ever. Right. It has always been a part of the European Tour and has been, been a long-standing event that, that runs right before um, the Open Championship. But uh, it's now a partnership. So mm -hmm. 75 players from the PGA Tour, 75 players from the European Tour, the DP World Tour, and then six sponsors exemptions, essentially. I think they've got three players from the Korean Tour and three sponsors exemptions to make up right. the field. So. The strongest field in the history of the event, and, and it's always been an event that PGA Tour players have gone over to play to, to prep for the Open Championship, which obviously is next week at St. Andrews. So right. I'm excited to see um, you know, a great field in golf, the best players from, from Europe, the best players from America going at it for two weeks in a row now, because most of these yeah. guys are going to tee it up next week as well um, at, at St. Andrews. And everything I'm reading uh, in multiple publications says that uh, the, the Renaissance Club is the absolute perfect lead-in to the old course at St. Andrews. They're very, very similar, similar characteristics, similar lengths, and that this is just the perfect lead-in. Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty accurate. Lynx golf is a different animal. Um, yeah, we don't see sure. much of it here in the United States. It's, it, it, to, to unpack what Lynx golf is, it's golf courses that were built on the land that Lynx inland to the coast so there's lots of dunes there's uh very little bulldozers in pushing around right. uh turf to make the golf course they they go out and they chart out the golf course through the dunes and, and it's usually in areas of the world that are very very windy um it, it's a style of golf in which the ground game is much more prevalent so here in america we're always trying to hit the golf ball high we have golf courses that are built to receive shots that are hit high uh, we don't play in a ton of wind in, mm -hmm. in lots of parts of the country here. And Lynx golf is the opposite of that. You're always trying to hit it low. There's a lot more creativity involved in Lynx golf of getting shots to bounce and run. And it's a skill all in itself to figure right. out how to get the golf ball to go the right distance when you're hitting very different trajectories and, and really playing the golf ball to bounce and roll to get close to the target. So it's, um, it's a skill that you have to learn. And these guys are obviously all incredibly good at it. Um, it's, it's not a classic Lynx course. We think of Lynx right. courses, they're all 100, 150, 200 years old. This one's only like 10 or 12 years old. Yeah, and it's been referred to as a faux Lynx golf course because it does have the traditional features of traditional Lynx golf like you were just talking about. Wide fairways, big slow greens, mm -hmm. pot bunkers, uh, things like that. Yep. But it's also got some of the characteristics that mirror 
Golf in America as well. Yeah, it's built really by a group of Americans. Um, mm -hmm. The folks that built it, I think, uh, were involved in uh, Johnny's place up in Columbus, Ohio, Mirfield, yeah, the part of Jack's place. Yep, the so redesign of that. The, the, the money behind those folks uh, were the were, who built this place, mm -hmm. and, and it's hosted this tournament several years. It's It was built to be a championship caliber golf course. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting test. Yeah, I'm. Ex I don't think I've ever watched this tournament before, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't either. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, and then there's a uh, secondary tournament going on, the Barbasol Championship. We we're not really going to cover that today, although it is included in some of Johnny's picks uh, that we'll get into here shortly. But you know, Morikawa's your defending um, Open Championship winner. He'll be here this weekend or there yep. this weekend at the Scottish Open trying to get ready to defend his uh, claret jug that he won last year, hoping to get a second in a row. And uh, that tournament I will be watching for sure. Yeah, the Open Championship is, is um, because of how different the style of golf is with the ground yeah. game and the yep. winds and, and much firmer turf, uh, a lot tighter lies. You see a lot more of the big names playing the week before the Open Championship than you do, say, before the Masters of the PGA or the U.S. Open, where sometimes a lot of the big names are going to take the week off to rest and prepare in private. Lynx golf is so different that you need a lot of reps to figure out how to get the golf ball to go where you want it to yeah, go when yeah. you bounce it along the ground. It takes usually a little bit of course knowledge uh, because you're not flying the ball in from up high all the time. Mm -hmm. You're playing for bounces and caroms and those things. So it takes more time to get accustomed to that for these guys to be really good there uh so let's get into our picks for the scottish open and the barbasol as um i'll go first and i don't have barbasol picks i've only got the scottish open picks did you go with both or did you just I, go scottish I, I, open? I picked a couple of guys at barbasol i didn't do the, my normal picks on it but yeah i've right. got a couple all right well let me go over my picks then for the scottish open uh, as again, my picks are for entertainment purposes only. I am the novice. I am the uh, I'm the loser when it comes to making picks. I just do it for fun to see if but I know anything about it. Mine are mostly for fun too, right? Yeah. It, Johnny's the one you got to pay more attention to. He's the one, to. That's He's the one that's the professional here. Yeah, you'll make money with Johnny. You'll just laugh at me. <laughs> so my picks going into it, I've got a winner, a top ten, and a top twenty. My winner this week at the Scottish Open at the Renaissance Club at twenty eight to one, Mr. Sam Burns. All right. Uh, my top 10, I've got Jordan Spieth at plus 330. Yep. And my top 20, Lucas Herbert at plus 300. Okay. Again, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> I'm kind of the middle road here. Mine are kind of informed, but I'm nowhere near the professional side like John. Right. You're the middle. Like, I'm the one. I'm the one that knows nothing about golf betting and handicapping. I just go make my picks. You're more into golf, and you know the players a lot better. But you're not a professional handicapper, no, so to speak. No, I'm not. Nope. So you're kind of the middle of the road yep. guy. And the Johnny's the actual professional that will make you money. Sure. So who do you have this week? Uh, so I'm going to start with my top 20. I'm going to go with a guy named Aaron Ray. He, he's an English gentleman. He looks to be of, like, South Asian descent, but yeah, grew up Aaron in England. Um, he's at plus 275. I'm taking him for my top 20. He won this event at this golf course two years ago in a playoff. He's coming in on pretty good form. Last week, uh, they played the Irish Open, which is usually another event that some of these guys will go prep for. He was tied for ninth there. He was tied for 40th at the Travelers. He mm -hmm. had a top 13, a T13 at the Canadian Open and the Memorial T26. He's coming in on pretty good form, right? Those are, those right. are four events in a row in which he has played very well. So we know his form's good, and we know he knows the golf course having won here uh, two years ago. 
Um, I'm going to stay with another Brit for my top 10. I'm going to go with Terrell Hatton. Terrell doesn't have the best form at the moment. Uh, he was cut last week at the Irish Open. Uh, but this is a, a, a style of golf that he's very familiar with, and, and he's obviously a world-class player. He's plus 550 for a top 10. Uh, he, I think he's going to find some form this week and be a threat next week as well. Um, I'm going to go with my winners. I'm going to take another Englishman. I'm going to go with Tommy Fleetwood, another guy who's going to be incredibly comfortable uh, on this style of golf course. It's what he played uh, growing up. Uh, on this golf course, he lost in that playoff to Aaron Ray in 2020. So he's a guy that knows the golf course. Tommy's been a little bit hot and cold. 46 last week at the Travelers, cut at the U.S. Open. But he did finish a top 10 at the European Open, a DP World right. Tour event three weeks ago, and then he was a top five at the PGA. So Tommy's on a little bit of a roller coaster year. He's, he's not been his traditional rock-solid self, but he's a six-time winner on the DP World Tour, and, and hell, this might be his, his maiden victory on the PGA Tour this week. Uh, my other pick to win is Patrick Cantley. Patrick Kentley hasn't, I guess he's, he's won a team event with, yep. with Xander yep. uh, down in Louisiana, but he's not a, a guy that we've heard a lot of from this year, right. considering he's the defending FedEx Cup champion. But if you look at his results the last few weeks, he's tied for 13th, tied for 14th, tied for third. He was cut at the PGA and then a second at the RBC. So he's playing great golf. Two weeks ago at the Travelers, yeah. he was in a final pairing till he kind of fumbled it away in the final round. He, Patrick's at 25 to 1. I think he's a real threat to win this week. My ham sandwich is a, a big whopping ham sandwich at 150 to 1. I'm wow. taking a guy named Harris English. Harris I like English. Harris English, man. Harris English is a name we know. We haven't seen much of him this year because he's had hip surgery. But he opened the, he opened the week last week with, I think, a 63 or so at the Travelers, and he finished tied for 19th. Don't be surprised if Harris English finds himself near the top of the leaderboard on, on Sunday as a long shot. <clears throat> awesome. I love Harris English, man. Yep, good guy. Made the Ryder Cup. He's a real good player. Uh, went through an injury, and, and he yep. looks to be coming back real strong. <clears throat> All right, let's get into Johnny's picks. Again, Johnny's picks, if you're not following, you're not winning. You want to follow Johnny on Twitter, at Jay Gerber, PGA Pro. Follow the show, at From the Rough PGA. We'll shoot out all of the picks for you every Wednesday uh, morning, whatever. And then listen to the show. We'll go over all the picks for you. Also, follow along for Johnny's matchups on Saturday morning and on Sunday morning for the round three and round four matchups. Uh, that'll get you some money. Sometimes he throws an alternate winner in there for you as well. By the way, he went two for two last Saturday at the John Deere on the Saturday matchups and two for two on the Sunday's matchups. Nice. So if you're following and you're playing, he made you a little bit of candy over you the gotta weekend. You got to play to win. Yep. So how about for the Barbasol? Johnny's got... Uh, let's see. Let's go, go, go to the Scottish yeah, Open go to first. Scottish first. Yeah, Scottish Open. He's got two winners for you. Cam Smith at 28 to 1. Hideki Matsuyama at 33 to 1. He's got a senior players championship winner because sometimes he just goes out on a wild hair and he'll just start <laughs> picking tournaments that we're not even talking about. Um, as I put him up on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I barely fit all the info in on one card. But uh, the senior players championship, Brian Gay at 22 to 1. Go put some money on Brian Gay. Uh, and then finally, for the Barbasol Championship, here's his winners, his ham sandwich, his top 10, and his top 20s. As his winners for the Barbasol, Tyler Pendrich at 25 to 1, Cheston Hadley at 28 to 1, Bryce Garnett at 90 to 1, and then his ham sandwich is Brian Stewart at 115 to 1. Okay. 
Uh, Ryan Armour in the top 10 at plus 700. Kevin Strillman at plus 250 for your top 10. And then now his top 20s for the Barbasol, Troy Merritt at plus 520, and Jim Herman at plus 330. I think he just likes Jim Herman because he won at Muirfield a couple years ago. So I'll tell you what's funny about this <laughs> is he sent me his picks uh, earlier today. It was pretty, I wasn't early, early, but, you know, like probably, I don't know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And he scribbles them on some scratch paper because he was at, in Chicago on a layover at the airport this okay. morning. <laughs> Scribbled on some, some, and I meant to do the picture and put it on the screen. Dude, I thought it was Egyptian hieroglyphics. I couldn't read any of it. <laughs> He's get, he writes like a doctor. And sometimes it's funny. What I'll have to do is like he'll only throw like a partial name up there and like or that I can read. Uh huh. And I don't understand it, so I'll have to go to Google and I'll type PGA Tour and then whatever letters I can recognize. <laughs> And then sometimes it'll tell me who it is. It's pretty cool. Oh, God. Man, I couldn't. I tried that this morning. I'm like, dude, you're going to have to call me because I can't read any of this shit. Yeah. So he called me. We went over it pick by pick. And uh, that's how he came up with what you see on the screen on YouTube. And good right. God. It's just a mess of names. And well, if he hadn't got sick last week, he might have had a chance to play in the senior senior players championship, PGA how championship. How do you think he'd have done? Where are they playing that? I don't know where it's yeah, at. Yeah, I don't know where it's at but either. He played in the qualifier for it a couple of weeks ago, and then he had – bow out second round right. because he ended up getting sick so. right right and that, that's what actually spawned his trip to columbus yep, yep this yep. week to get some some attention medically but uh we, we need to have a bet on whether or not johnny and i are going to beat our, our buddies uh chris and brian next week down at down at horseshoe bay you think we're johnny can handicap that maybe he can maybe he can. Ooh, we should ask him to do that yeah i'd put some money on that as long yeah. as it's not on him yeah, it's Johnny and I are partners versus Brian and Chris. So a couple other guys over at the uh, island. Brian. Uh, Brian Co. Brian Co. Yeah, no, they're going to win. What do you mean? Brian's good, man. We're good. No, Brian's good. You think they're going to win? Any team that Brian's on, I don't even know the other dude he's uh, playing with. I'm, 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 I'm going to put money on Brian. because You're I, out. I follow Brian on the North Texas PGA side, and he's always up there, you know? Mm, all right, fine. I don't like you anymore. I mean, nothing against you. I'm yeah. sure you probably like you, didn't, are, you didn't say I'm good. You're probably okay. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're Brian. Good. Had I not doubled the last hole, the last tournament we played, I'd have tied him. Oh, so you pulled a uh, Mito Pereira. I pulled a uh, Sahith. And yeah. a Sahith he got <laughs> yeah. more recently. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. All right. Anything else as we, we say goodbye this week, Brady? No, I don't think so. Um, this this is a good good week to watch uh, some links golf for for those who like the open championship style of golf. You get two weeks in a row of it here, so make sure you you tune in early in the morning and, and pay attention to the Scottish Open because it, it really is a, is a great way to play golf. It's 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 the style of golf in which the game was founded, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's really fun to play. And, and so sometimes you know the 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 yellow grass of of what they get over yeah. there and the winds and the gray yeah. sky is not the most pretty thing to watch, but it's going to be a fun tournament to watch. It's much different in person. I mean, I've never been out there, but, you know, I've, I've seen enough documentaries on St. Andrews and Lynx Golf to know that it's something you need to experience if, if you're a golfer. I haven't been sure. I haven't been to, to Ireland or, or Scotland to play, but I have been to the United States version of, mm -hmm. of that part of the world, Band and Dunes, several times, and it's by far the most fun I've ever had playing golf. Awesome. So great. Well, we'll it, look it's, forward it's to it. It's a great way to play the game. It's and fun. We'll, We'll recap it all next week for you guys, as well as get into a little bit of probably British Open talk, even though I don't think it should be a major. Maybe we'll get into some of that as well. There it's should, the world's tournament. Nah, there should be four majors, and that's not one of them. Players' championship. You might be fired. That should be the next major. You can't fire me. It's my damn show. <laughs> Johnny's not here this week. 
So, well, that's going to do it for us live from Telegators. We are from the rough. I'm Tim. That's Brady. We appreciate everybody that's made this one possible. The Highlands Performance Golf Center in North Dallas, as well as BetUS.com. Thank you to Telegators. Thank you to Katie. Thank you to Demira. We'll do it all again next week, boys and girls. Until then, y'all keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. 